Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. It is Friday. I'm so excited to have Friday. And like I was talking about earlier, I don't have anything going on this weekend, which is unheard of. So I'm very excited about that. By the way, my name is Mike Elam, sitting in for Mark Reardon today on St. Louis's Home for Conservative Talk on 97.1 FM Talk. A little bit later on this hour, we are going to talk with Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. Uh, I know he has an event tonight that he is going to step away from for a little bit. And talk with us for a couple of minutes. So, Sue, we have that on the horizon. So Yay. stick around for that. Um, earlier this week, there kicked off a violent crime uh, practicum. I, I had never heard of a practicum before, and I wasn't quite sure what this was all about. But uh, of all groups to put this together, it's the East-West Gateway Council of Government. So I'm on the board of directors of East-West Gateway. And what an education I've gotten over this past year by being a part of this group. Oh, I bet. It, it's so interesting to watch all of these counties come together. And uh, there's a lot of politics that people do not agree on. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting when you sit down together every month and, and we get to come together uh, to talk about transportation issues and other issues this around the county, yeah. it, it, around the community, around the region. And uh, Jim Wild is the executive director of East West Gateway. He's joining us today. Jim, how are you, sir? Good, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good, man. You have had a busy week. <laughs> you got me here on a Friday afternoon. I should be home, right? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I really appreciate you doing that because, I mean, I I saw you this morning uh, when you were doing the readout. But I I wanted to kind of take everybody back to to kind of figure out, like, how does East-West Gateway end up in a violent crime practicum? And and how does that work? And I think it goes back to last year and the shooting that happened in the city of St. Louis, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. The the shooting at the high school. So, um, you know, East-West Gateway, uh, most people know us for transportation, that we're the clearinghouse for federal funds for roads and bridges and uh, light rail and buses and, and those types of things. But we're also um, the council of governments for the region. So one of the things we try to do is address uh, problems across jurisdictional boundaries and crime um, knows no boundaries, especially in the St. Louis region. Uh, so um, we were asked by uh, Mayor Jones um, last October, if um, and, and it was confirmed by the rest of the board to take on um, the challenge of looking at violent crime in the region. So when we got together and we talked about this, I, I think we talked about it in May, 
and said, hey, this is when we're going to do this. And uh, the board brought in an expert to kind of help us through, uh, walk through the planning of the planning, if you will. Yeah, right. So um, we, uh, at, at that summit that we had in, in May, um, we had our audience consisted of um, uh, elected officials, law enforcement, um, practitioners for um, uh, in terms of uh, social workers, uh, educators, um, the health system, uh, business community, uh, just about any sector that you could think of. We had individuals in the audience and we had some panels. And one of the people we brought in, his name is Thomas Apt, and uh, he wrote a book called Bleeding Out. And uh, he's at the University of Maryland, and he runs a program called the Violence Reduction Center. And um, so after the board had that summit, they directed me to apply to get into a program that the Violence Reduction Center has, uh, where they will come in and help develop a strategy to address violent crime in your community. Now, St. Louis is a little different, right? We've got a we're trying a regional approach. Um, He's done this in Boston. He's done it in Knoxville. He's done it in other areas, but at the community level. And so this is the first time they've done it at the regional level. So it was very interesting, um, him coming in and getting all the stakeholders back in the room this week. We did a kickoff on Monday morning and kind of talking about what the week is is going to be like. And all this week, you've had stakeholders from all those places that you just mentioned who all came together to work on putting together a plan to address violent crime in the St. Louis area. And that's a big, that's a big ask to put that many people and that many different stakeholders being willing, first of all, to come together and attempt to work together. Because I mean, in many cases you could say that's kind of like herding cats, right? Cause you have a lot of folks who have their own positions and it's not easy to get folks like that to, uh, not to say to be unselfish, but uh, to get them to agree to put all the the dirty laundry out there on the table and say, hey, let's just be honest about what our problem is. What are we really looking at? And and that's, that's really the first step of where you started. And you went through that process today or, or this week, and then you came out with a, a report today. And at the end of that week, where would you say we ended up? Um, I, I was pleasantly surprised by where we ended up. So uh, you, you already, you know, touched on it. We're a really diverse region. We've got a lot of different, um, uh, representatives from urban to rural to suburban, um, different philosophies politically, um, different positions, uh, socially. And it, it, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we had police. We had uh, our law enforcement. We had intervention specialists. We had prevention um, people. We had elected officials. And at the end of the day, we were able to develop uh, a regional approach or actually a plan to plan. So this is kind of a, an intermediate step where we came out with some recommendations on how we should be moving ahead. So when you look at those recommendations, how would you how would you lay out those recommendations? Like, yeah. wh- what did we come up with? Sure. So um, we looked at kind of the strategies that we should take, be taking. So we're looking at um, 
obviously law enforcement and beefing that up, but uh, a regional focused deterrence strategy where um, we actually uh, look at uh, and, and focused deterrence is uh, it's it's not really a, a carrot and a stick, but it's it's kind of a form of carrot and stick. Mm-hmm. You go out, you meet with the uh, the perpetrators of of the violent crimes, and we focused primarily on homicide because that is the the metric that we're we in St. Louis are gauged against most other uh, states and cities in the in the uh, in the United States, and so um, police will go out and say, "Look, we we know who's doing this. We know um, where this is happening. Um, you can look at changing how you're doing things, or just know that we're going to be coming after you a little harder. Uh, actually, a lot harder. So." Um, <laughs> Uh, but then we also uh, are focusing on some street outwork, um, street outreach work, uh, where we go out and meet with with uh, people, um, and um, also um, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's a lot of um, work that has to be done with just how people live and um, how they think and why they think the way they do. Um, but at the end of the day, we talked about getting a collaborative, a region-wide collaborative, not just people from the city or people from the county or people from East St. Louis, but region-wide, all eight counties in the St. Louis region working on this, uh, cross-section from um, you know law enforcement to uh, prevention and intervention people, um, bringing these uh, different sectors together and um, uh, one of the big uh, recommendations was actually um, having East-West Gateway uh, look at organizing and kind of leading this uh, collaborative into the future, just to make sure that the the effort and the momentum is sustained. Um, oftentimes with, with programs like this, what will happen is you'll get into it and it'll kind of, uh, you know, interest will dissipate or relationships will go away. And um, I don't know that that's necessarily based off our experience this week, that that's going to be an issue, but you never want to risk that. So we want to make sure that it, that we're continuing. So um, they asked if East West Gateway would be willing to take this on. So I'll be coming to you and the other 23 board members in January asking for us to move that way. We've already had um, offers of, um, financial support from uh, the Regional Business Council, Greater St. Louis Inc., the Municipal League of Metropolitan St. Louis. I've had conversations today with some other um, companies in town who are willing to put some money into this effort, and uh, they recognize that it's a real need for the St. Louis region to address violent crime. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, I know County Executive Elman was talking about the fact um, back on Monday, and I I like the way that Steve framed this. When we who live in the region are outside of the region and somebody says, where are you from? Like, I don't say O'Fallon or St. No. Charles or Wildwood, right? I say St. Louis. And how the region is viewed is really a game changer for how we're going to grow and if we're going to grow as we go forward. I have a friend of mine who is a a bank president, and she sits on some national boards, and she had a friend of hers who is a banker in Hawaii, and he had some people flying into St. Louis to have a meeting at the St. Louis Fed. And he called her, and he said, hey, I've got a couple of my staff who are coming to St. Louis for these meetings. Are they going to be okay? Are you serious? Going to downtown St. Louis, right? So he's in Hawaii, right? It just speaks to the fact of the broader problem that we have from a marketing standpoint as a region, right? We've got to get this thing under control because if we don't, people around the country view us as a place that just isn't safe. Correct. And if you don't feel safe, you're not going to vacation here. You're for sure not going to build a business here and you're not going to want to send your people here. So I appreciate Mayor Jones when she talked about on Monday morning, Hey, I know we've been down this road before, and I know we've talked about, you know, getting into solutions and and really solving problems. But this time we have to commit to not just doing lip service and actually solving the problem. Well, that's great. She can hire more police. That's the problem. She needs to pay them more. I'm sorry I'm allowed to say this. I'm a city (laughs) resident. But that's what is needed. And uh, it's great to talk about social programs, but we need deterrent. And if we are down by uh, uh, police officers by an ungodly amount, hundreds, that is the immediate problem that needs to be solved. Well, I think it kind of goes back to one of the things we were talking about earlier today with the roundtable. And, Jim, feel free to, to – you were involved in the meetings. You can speak to this. There's long-term solutions are going to require all of the above, right? Mm-hmm. So when we were talking earlier and Ted House was talking about, you know, part of Ill- – illegal immigration, solving that isn't just building a wall. It's fixing the problems in these other countries so they don't want to come here. They want to stay there because they have opportunity there, right? So we're going to have to fix the immediate problem that you're talking about. And I didn't realize until we had our meetings, it was very educational. And I applaud you for putting all of this together because 90% of the homicides that happen in the St. Louis region happening in the city of St. Louis, St. Louis County, and uh, on, uh, uh, is it Madison County? 
Metro yeah, uh, St. Clair County. St. Clair County. Thank you. So yeah. didn't didn't mean to disparage Madison. So St. Clair <laughs> County, right? So those three counties uh, account for ninety percent of the homicides in the entire St. Louis region, right? Wow. So uh, I appreciate the fact of you headlining this and and trying to put these pieces together. I know it's not going to be a quick fix. We didn't we didn't end up here quickly. Uh, but I applaud you for for what you're doing. I would just ask you kind of to wrap this up. What are the next steps? Like, where do we go from here? Yeah, so um, we actually laid that out this morning. So um, by the end of December, we're going to uh, actually have the mission, the vision, the values, the strategies all in a draft um, to go out. And then during the uh, month of January, we're going to share that plan to plan, that, that strategy, broadly engage and, and receive some feedback from other stakeholders. You, you know this, Mike. I mean, we had 150 people in the room on Monday, maybe 125 today. We had 40 people working on it. There are way more people in the region interested in being involved in this. The difficulty is, is hearing all of them. So we, we needed something to start with so we could start engaging more people. Well, so, Jim, um, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finish, finish a draft formal plan will be out um, uh, for review and approval in February. And then um, we will be convening that collaborative or that group steering committee in March and kicking off the work in earnest then. So. Well, Jim, I just wanted to say congratulations on, on off to a great start. I appreciate you and, and your folks putting this together and at least getting us on a pathway. Uh, not sure where we're going to go from here. I don't think any of us really know where it's going to end up. But at least we're we're starting down a path to hopefully get some results. So I appreciate the fact of you staying late when you should be home on a Friday uh, <laughs> and at least having a conversation. And I look, I look forward to uh, getting back with you in January and getting back to our meetings. So if I don't talk to you between now and then, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You too. Anything for you, Mike. You're the best. (laughs) That is Jim Wilde. He is the executive director of East West Gateway Council of Governments. You know, people may hear a little bit about East West Gateway, but I guarantee you the majority of people have no idea uh, what they do, how much that they touch. Um, And there there is so much that this body deals with and that Jim and his staff are responsible for. And they really do a, a fantastic job. Oh, yeah, I'm glad that this exists, you know, just to uh, have everybody together to discuss it in the region. Good grief. Yeah, so I appreciate that and uh, look forward to seeing where we're going to go from here. Hey, speaking where we're going to go from here, on the other side, we are going to talk with Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. He is out and about tonight, but he is taking some time to spend a few minutes with us. So, We'll take a break right here. We'll come back on the other side. I know Abby is talking to the lieutenant governor on the phone right now. Uh, so she is going to talk with him. We're going to get that all set up. And we will be with Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe on the other side of the break. Mike Elam in for Mark Reardon today on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.